So we're continuing our series on just Jesus. And today I'm going to be talking about Jesus being the bread of life. So very familiar passage. And as Daryl said last week, a lot of the stuff that we're going to be sharing with you over these next few weeks is not necessarily going to be new. To most of you, it will be stuff that you've heard before. But, you know, the wonderful thing about the Word of God is that it's living and active. And, and it changes us, doesn't it? And the thing is that we can read a passage that we've read time and again, and God can speak something fresh into our hearts. Is that what you're believing for this morning? So we're believing for something fresh from the Holy Spirit this morning, as maybe some of this stuff is familiar. So, John 6, verse 35, and Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Now, if you, if you get to know someone, if you, if you meet someone, and you want to get to know them better, then, you know, the best way to get to know them is actually to listen to what they want to tell you about themselves. You know, we can talk to other people who, who may know them, but actually it's um, talking to them and hearing what they tell about themselves that is, is crucial for us to get to know them. So when we're listening to this, when we're hearing this, this is what Jesus is telling us about himself. I sound very, um, yeah, is that, is that better? Is that better for you at the back there? Thank you. Thanks, Ben. <clears throat> so we're going to read from John 6, and it's quite a long passage, so hang on in there with me. Okay, so John 6, verse 25 to 59. <clears throat> so before this passage, Jesus has fed the 5,000, uh, and, uh, and then he's crossed the lake. Um, uh, you will know that story. And then they've found him on the other side of the lake. So... When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, Very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. For on him, God the Father has placed his seal of approval. Then they asked him, what must we do to do the work that God requires? Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, what sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, very truly, I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, always give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and who believes in me will never be thirsty. But as I told you, you have seen me, and still you do not believe. All those the Father gives me will come to me, and whoever comes to me I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven not to do my will, but to do the will of him who sent me. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all those he has given me, but raise them up at the last day. 
For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. At this, the Jews there began to grumble about him because he said, I am the bread that comes down from heaven. They said, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I came down from heaven? Stop grumbling among yourselves, Jesus answered. No one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws them and I will raise them up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, they will all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard the Father and learned from him comes to me. No one has seen the Father except the one who is from God. Only he has seen the Father. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. Then the Jews began to argue sharply amongst themselves. How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day, for my flesh is real food, and my blood is real drink. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so the one who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. Your ancestors ate manna and died, but whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. He said this while teaching in the synagogue in Capernaum. So what does it mean that Jesus is the bread of life? Well, first of all, Jesus came to be our miraculous provision of life. Jesus clearly says, whoever eats this bread will live forever. The people he was talking to had just experienced the miraculous feeding from five loaves and two fish for 5,000, probably a lot more than that, people. They'd eaten this miracle bread. He'd miraculously provided for their physical physical needs, for their hunger, their physical hunger. But they'd missed the whole point. Jesus didn't come to satisfy their physical needs, their physical life. He came to be the bread that meets their spiritual need and gives them spiritual, eternal life. See, God miraculously provided for the Israelites in the desert. He gave them manna, which kept them alive. They would have died without that provision. But actually, as Jesus said, ultimately, they did die. Manna could only sustain their physical bodies for a day. They had to have fresh manna every day. But Jesus is the bread of heaven who comes to give us life that lasts forever. Jesus gave us his own body. He's very clear in this passage. He gave us his flesh, his own body, as the bread of life. He gave that for us 
for you and for me. And this life is, is Zoe life. That's the, that's the word in the, in the Greek. It means abundant life, a- absolute fullness of life. Jesus came to give us life that's not just getting through by the skin of our teeth, holding on um, uh, just to survive, but fullness of life. It's a life of relationship with him, not just now, but for all eternity. Now, when Jesus spoke about eating his flesh and drinking his blood, it was pretty shocking. I mean, you read that and you think, ooh, don't you, really? Very uncomfortable. And it's not surprising that many people turned away from Jesus at that point. But we know that Jesus wasn't talking literally. He was referring to his death. He was talking about the fact that he was going to be giving his very life, his flesh. His body was going to be broken and his blood was going to be shed. He was making the distinction between the manna that they ate, which satisfied their natural hunger but could not give life, and himself as the bread of life. So how do we eat this bread? Well, it's by faith. In verse 35 of John 6, Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. And then verse 40 For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life, and I will raise them up at the last day. We receive this life by faith. We feed on the bread of life by faith. We're going to take communion shortly, and that is a reminder to us of the body and the blood of Jesus that was given for us, the bread and the wine. So as we prepare for that, perhaps the band can come back up ready to lead us in that time. Let's just remind ourselves of what Jesus said on that night when he gave his life, the night before, on the Last Supper, the night before he gave his life. Because on the night he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. If you've received life from the bread of life today, if you've given your life to Jesus, then the invitation is to come and share in communion and share in this time of remembrance time of receiving. Let's receive afresh from the bread of life. I'm going to come back and finish the message and carry on with my points, but we're going to take a break because I felt this was a good time for us to actually focus on the bread of life. So as the band begins to play, we'd love you to start coming. And as you come, just give thanks for the bread of life. Recognize the life that he has given you, that nothing else can satisfy, that eternal everlasting life Lord Jesus we thank you we thank you that you gave your life that you are the bread of life and as we come now we receive by faith from you as we take these elements Lord these symbols of your death for us Lord Jesus, we take them by faith, believing that we have received life eternal. And every day we receive fresh life to sustain us. Lord, we come to receive afresh from you 
from the bread of life as we come. We come in faith. In Jesus' name, we thank you that you gave yourself for us. Amen.